What's up, everyone, and welcome to our first episode about how did we start a UPSL team. I have here with me Jose Rios and Wilmer Flores, and today we'll be talking about how we built and maintained a semi-professional soccer team here in Boston. We're going to be talking about our season uh, and our future plans. What's up, boys? How you guys feeling? Uh, feeling really good to talk about this podcast today. Yeah, feeling good, feeling excited to just go, you know, a little bit over what has been not just the season, but how, you know, how did we get from beginning from when I got originally involved with the team? And I mean, both of you have been here for eight, like for a longer time to where we are now. And I think we're in a much, not much better, but a very, very good place. For sure, man. I mean, I think people would love to know how how did you really start with Boston Street and and, and where what are you doing today with us? I mean, I started I so funny enough, I think we you and I like first got in touch like 2021, yeah, 2021 like at the what was it 2021 or the two. I was uh, still in college. I was doing a project on like local sports local, you know, it was mostly local sports, but I just decided to focus on like soccer team, like on soccer. So I had an interview with uh, with a uh, one of the coaches in Boston Siege, who a lot of my friends have played for Boston Siege. And then you know I found the page. I had a few people that I knew, uh, former teammates, who told me like, "Oh, we've you know we've gone to play pickup there, and it's like really intense, really good." You should talk to them, and you know started with that. Started like with just a quick. Quick little little interview for a school project. Ended up, you know, did a few more things for the magazine I was working on at the time, and then I came back to Boston. I was like, you know what? I'm looking for a place to play. Saw that you guys needed a goalie for a friendly game, and after that, you know, full season with you. Uh, really exciting and really, you know, one of the best seasons in terms of like personal, uh, personal uh, performances and everything. And which I was extremely grateful as well. Like I was happy I could do it. Like I could play as well as I did, but also like very happy to be able to be given that opportunity. And then after that, I knew I was going, you know, going to Mexico, leaving. But I, you know, I wanted to stay with the team. That I wanted to work with the team, and I have been working a lot on social media, working on marketing stuff. So I was, you know, and that's when I offer, I told you like, yeah, I can go to the tryouts record, but. If you need anything after that, I'm more than willing to be here and help. And it's been an exciting journey. I, I've been tested a lot this season in terms of, you know, having, creating, you know, different content products for the team to be able to use. And I think it's been very good. And I think it just helps mm-hmm. reflect on the team. And mm-hmm. it reflects. I mean, the season's been fantastic so far. For sure. So I think. I mean, Wilmer, you do know. you remember when, uh, when, when, uh, JP really just reached out and said, "Hey, uh, would you be down for an interview?" Yeah, definitely. And I still remember when he actually uh, finished the whole article, and uh, we were just like so surprised that somebody wanted to write about us. And uh, it's like from there, I think a lot of people started seeing who Boston Street was, and I think that article helped us out so much because uh, a lot of people read it, shared it, and uh, I just think that it, it put our names out on the map a little more, probably to like you know. The college environment where JP is at, people probably asked him like, "Oh, who are they? You know, why are you writing about them? What do they do? You know, stuff like that." I feel like probably helped us out and just helped us grow a little more. Yeah, for sure. It definitely gave us like, I would say, credential. Um, it was kind of like a, a a step in the right direction. I mean, 
if you go on our website right now, you'll see um, that we still have that interview up on our homepage. Uh, I don't know if you got a chance to see that or not, JP. I've seen the yeah, I've seen the article and everything. I think that's been there. I and I mean, honestly, I remember like doing it, and I think what actually made it really cool, like uh, Wilmer was saying, I think I talked to you know a few of my friends who were on the soccer team and everything. I told them like, oh yeah, like by the way, like they saw it, it was like they came up to me, they're asking, oh what what's it all about, and I kind of explained and. I've gotten a few to, like, come with me, go to the, you know, pick up in one or two. Well, two of them went to tryouts, one ended up on the team, so it's been really exciting. Yeah, no, it's it's definitely been super exciting. And, uh, and it's super cool how, you know, you started with us in terms of, like, okay, you're, you're starting to get to know us, and then, boom, there's an opportunity for you to play, and then you play, and then you succeed, and you end up becoming MVP, um, and then you're looking for, you know, opportunities to advance in your career. Um, and you mentioned to me one day, hey, Juan, you know, if you guys need help with something, uh, let us know. And at that moment is when we were starting to build a, an administration team for the UPSL team. And, and one of those things was like, okay, well, one of the things that we are strong at and we want to better be better in is our social media. I mean, Boston Street really grew because of social media like networks like Facebook and Instagram that's where we like we reached everyone uh, but we wanted to continue that and wanted to make it stronger so that's where like just JP started abroad uh, with us and that same time we also had to we had other priorities I mean Wilmer you remember we had you know things to think about like the financial aspect we had to think about the type of players and quality of players that we want what kind of commitment levels are we looking to get from them and then most importantly, too, was building an administrative team. Do you remember that? Yeah, you know, there was a lot of challenges that, uh, you know, came up and lots of questions whether we can do it or not. Um, but I think we did a great job and we managed things pretty well. Added a great amount of people to our admin team and uh, they have contributed so much to our success. What do you think was like the hardest part in the beginning? Uh, honestly, to me, the hardest part in the beginning was thinking about where we were going to play. You know, Juan, you and I have struggled for years trying to get permits to go anywhere. And then, like, you know, coming into a league where they said, okay, you know, you need to have your own home stadium. You know, to me, that was like, wow. Like, okay, like, this this is for real now. Like, now we really got to go out, get permits. And, you know, this is a whole different level of something that we were just never used to doing. And that's funny because, like... The first stadium that we thought of isn't the stadium that we're using now. Yeah, no, it was like the complete opposite. Like, Harry De La Russa wasn't even in the plans in the beginning. It wasn't. And it, and it wasn't until we started to think a little more about, you know, the requirements we had to fulfill. And apart from that, it's just like Revere. Like we've lived in Revere our whole lives and... Um, we've seen Revere like grow and change and become like a better town and city for not only athletes, but for, for young adults and, and for people all around all ages. So, I mean, we're better place than to bring it to Revere, right? Exactly. And uh, Harry De La Russo is something that I always like low key, uh, manifested, you know, I, I always drove past that field and said, wow, this would be a nice place for us to play at. For sure. I mean, it has scoreboards. It's all lined and it has, up and it happens. And it happened, yeah. 
I mean, there's locker rooms, there's trainers, there's referee rooms. It stands up to 2,500 people. It has concession, concession stands where we can have food vendors. Um, and it has so much space to do so many things. Like, for example, if we wanted to bring a food truck, like a food truck can perfectly fit there and, uh, and sell stuff. And then, yeah, like, I think uh, definitely one of the biggest things was is finding that home stadium. Um, and not even just that, but like a practice field, right? Because like all good teams need to practice. Yeah, absolutely. The practice field was also another tough one. You know, uh, we ran practices not having a permit at first, and then luckily we were able to get past that stage and secure our permits. But uh, it was a nice little fun, challenging at the same time, frustrating because you know people saw that that's what we were doing, and but we were able to change that and make things happen the way they're supposed to. Yeah, and, and the reason things changed was because we were able to work with others in our community, right? I mean, that's what we're all about is, is for the community, by the community. Um, and that really, that, we, that wasn't even in the plans either. Like, the, the reason why we got our practice field is because we knew the, the director of uh, parks and recreations and Everett where they, was, they helped us out obtain, you know, permits to use river green park like that was such a huge blessing and, and shout out to john john if you hear this thank you so much john like without you john we wouldn't be able to practice as much as we have to and if we weren't able to practice as much as we currently do i mean quite frankly i don't think our team would be the same i don't know what i don't know what you think about that yeah i think we would have struggled a little more um i think maybe the consequences could have been a little worse than not being able to practice a lot but, uh, you know, luckily it's something that just did not happen. So definitely thank you to John. We owe John big time. His yeah, help has been sure. great. And, like, thanks to John as well. Like, we're able to run some future projects. Like, we're coming up, like, on July 30th. We're running the uh, Boston Street Tournament where we're just going to have 8v8, no goalie, and, and have multiple people come with their friends or family or teams to come compete for $1,000. I mean, do you remember like two years ago where we did the same exact tournament, but we didn't have the right paperwork, so to say? Yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, mid-pandemic, we had about 100 people on the field. We ran a very successful tournament uh, without the paperwork. I still remember it. It was lots of fun. Uh, the second one, not so much, but this third one, man, this third one's going to be crazy, and I suggest that everybody should want to play in this one. Absolutely. I am on board with that. I mean, things are changing just like, um, you know, just like how our teams change. We went from BSSC, Boston Ski, Boston Ski and Sports Club um, to UPSL. We went from recreational to semi-pro in a snap of a finger. Um, and I remember just like before coming into this, it felt very uh, unaccomplishable, if that's a word. <laughs> But um, in terms of like, it just seemed really far-fetched because like you said, we had to find practice fields. We had to find a home stadium that would fulfill all the requirements that BPSL was asking for. We needed to have a very strong team to compete in this type of level. We needed a commitment from the players and we needed coaches. We needed people to work with us in our admin team. And, um, and a lot of things just kind of fell into place because of the grace of God. And, and, and I think we... I mean, me personally, I feel very grateful for everything that has been happening around. And now, like, we are finishing off the season in second place. 
Um, would you have done anything differently, Wilmer, or JP? I think we, you know, I think we did the right way. I think, I, I and I agree, like, from, like, when, after a season with BSSC, you know, when it was over and everything, and then you, I don't remember, it was, like, a few weeks later, you kind of told us, like, earlier that it might be happening. I was, like, this is, you know, this is a huge, huge step. And I, like, I've said before, and honestly, like, when I've been working a lot with the marketing and social media, this is, uh, there's a team that I follow a lot in England, and they start as well. Starts, uh, you know, recreational, being competitive and everything. And, like, they were, like, beating teams and, like, uh, like you know, the non-official national team, stuff like that. And they were doing good, but they took the, they made the jump, and, you know, first season was tough, and they ended up, I think, winning it or something like that. And I was like, if we're able to recreate that, you know, it's a huge jump. And I think at the same time, like we needed to, you know, find more players. And we've talked, you've talked right now about having where to practice. I remember it was like with BSSC once a week. And then like some people show up to practice. Some people wouldn't, it was like a whole mess. And luckily like the team was, you know, we were good enough to be able to put that past us and like train. But at this level, there like UPSL, there was no way if we there was only like one practice a week or something there's no way we're going to be able to compete but i think and i think we started well you know with one win but after that kind of took a dip but i think the team you know banded together and right now second place is honestly it's absolutely amazing so i think the everything that was done was done the right way at the end of it and the end of the day you know and if you don't believe like what we're saying i think the results speak for themselves I mean, yeah, we're sitting in second place right behind Brockton United FC. Wilmer the other day was like, Juan, Brockton almost won it all. Yeah, Brockton last year, uh, they, they were about to be national champions. They sat one game away from winning it. They lost in the semifinals, but out of our region, they were the only ones who have made it that far. So, you know, it's pretty impressive to see that we're competing at that type of level and, um, for a first-year team to come in second place, I don't have any doubts that next year we could possibly even be in first place and win it all. I mean, I don't even doubt it right now. Like, we're at a momentum where we are very strong mentally, physically, um, off and on the field. I mean, our administration team is fantastic, and we have done everything possible to make sure that our players and coaches and everyone else is, is in line and, and has that same vision and understands that we're all this together and then um players like they've put in tons of work i mean january february and march we were practicing four to five times a week um and we had really good coaching with it where coach wee wee would really make these guys turn into soccer players people who can last the 90 minutes on the field not just someone that can run for 20 minutes and then you know, they're out of breath, they need some water, or they're about to throw up, you know, stuff like that. Like, our coaches really prepared most of these guys to be at where they're at today. Yeah, absolutely. Coach Wee did a phenomenal job with that. You know, all of the guys are in really great shape. Uh, if you ask every single one of them, they'll, they'll speak for it. Uh, six months ago, compared to now, you know, it, it's been a huge jump. And uh, Coach Wee and Ibarra, they really prepared the team really well. 
And I think that the second half of the season, also adding Coach Fernando Yepes, has helped us out much more with the technical area. And uh, we've become just so much more stronger. Yeah, let's talk about that for uh, Coach Fernando situation for a second because, I mean, it really just came out of the blue. Um, you know, we we didn't, Boston Street hasn't met Fernando Pat before UPSL, um, and we actually met him during midseason. He um, he was the coach for Santa Cruz, very high qualified. A I think it's a USA uh, license A or, or USL license A, something like that, and. When he came out and do, did a showcase for one of our practices, he really, um, you know, worked on some things that we haven't worked on previously, and it might be that tactical side, like you said. Um, he also brought in a few players with him at, uh, during his transition that has also elevated our, our game. Um, you know, one guy who has really stood out, I mean, not one guy, multiple guys have really stood out. Um, you know, Arnaud, when he came into our our team, he made an automatic change where we went with, what, like almost a whole month without scoring any goals. Arnaud comes in, first four minutes, he scores the first goal. Um, and, you know, we, as we continue, we continue transitioning and adding new players and adjusting our, our schedules and stuff like that. But everything that has been happening with this UPSL team, it, it's really just blessings on blessings on blessings. Yeah, absolutely, man. And it's only going to keep getting better because the ambition that we have to keep growing is crazy and it doesn't stop here. We want it to be better and we want to just keep going. And when you say, like, you want it to be better, like, what do you want exactly to be better? I mean, I know we're in second place. Better than second place can be first. But when you say better, what do you mean? Well, I just don't want to stop at UPSL, you know? There's other levels and it's more advanced. And I think that you and I could also bring this team to that level. Right, so we're talking about like maybe like, you know, even higher than UPSL. We're we're essentially looking at like USL one, USL championship. I mean, currently the only team that I I know right now on top of my head in our area that's in USL is is Boston City in their USL two. We faced Boston City this uh, this season as a friendly game, and they were really really good. So. For us to get to that level, besides the financial point of aspect, what do we really need to do to get to that level? Well, we also need to bring in the quality of players that are needed to compete at that level. Yeah, and I and, and that's a good point. And I also think we need to also increase our administration staff a little bit. Um, I mean, JP can really just talk a little bit more about what we're doing in terms of like hiring marketing interns. Yeah, I think you um, you came to me with the idea, so like floated it around before a little bit. And I think that was, you know, as much as it is, uh, first of all, you know, a huge help for like what I've been trying to do and everything. We've been, I mean, obviously I, I've been able to do a lot and you guys have been helping me either, you know, sending me like ideas, like you and Wilmer both like, well, from time to time send me like, can we do something like this or like I saw this and like you know helps me get some ideas and like try to get more stuff for the team but I think like you know you we touched on it a little bit before like I'm like I'm a country of ways that's there's always like so much I can do and maybe I have one idea and like I'll tell you guys and it's still like it's much harder and I know it from experience being told like oh this is like the idea I have it's not like very specific 
and being able to actually go there and like do everything and like have that vision in your head it's from somebody who's been like working with like video and stuff like that it's, it's hard to like you know get it across like in a way that's uh comprehensible but so having somebody who you know is in um is like not only used to doing that work but is somebody who wants to get into that kind of work who wants to you know develop their abilities be it recording being like creating stuff for social media or like helping increase like our range or our like fan base like through marketing and everything like that is because even at that point i'm not like i'm not like the expert in this like i've been doing it for a while but i'm not like necessarily the you know the best person in the world so bringing people who have their own ideas have that creativity but also are able to you know do the work themselves and wouldn't only just like help me be able to you know do everything faster and like do it better but you know it allows us to kind of explore new new avenues new things that as of the moment we don't have like for the youtube channel for example we have you know our episodes like every two or so weeks like we'll post a little bit of an update of what's been going on that week but we could be doing more but we can't really do more if it's just like me and you two guys like trying to you know juggle everything so i think in one way it helps the team explore more possibilities and also give the players more exposure which at the end of the day is something we really want to do you know give the coaches and players like that platform and but at the same time like we you know as you guys as everybody knows like we started as the, the club itself started as like a community thing like we started uh, with the pickup and then uh, you know we did the 11 society team that's when I joined and now we're UPSL so why not you know we've been involved with the community trying to bring and make you know soccer more accessible to it but at the end of the day there's a lot of people in college or stuff like that who want to help and be participating in sports around the area and by giving them that chance you know get involved with the team not only you know you'll be able to work through that and put on your resume. You've gained the experience. You kind of know how it works, but you're able to actually participate with the community. So it's two-pronged in a way. One, it helps the team, you know, expand and give a bigger platform to us and to the players and to the coaches. But at the same time, it's us trying to give back to the community that, you know, you let, you want to, you know, play soccer. You want to be involved in a team. Maybe, you know, an MLS team is a little bit out of the reach or, they're not giving you that chance. We have this opportunity for you to, and at the end of the day, let's look at like this. Since it's a much, you know, more accessible, they'll be working closer with us, and that I think at the end of the day is a huge experience when you're like, when you're able to be that close with the rest of the team rather than just like, you know, one of fifty interns. Like, no, we're actually like, we're working together like twenty four seven. Like, not necessarily twenty four seven, but you know, we're all cl- much closer, and game helps them like in a way experience but also a little bit more confident so that's the way i see it at least right right we're like readily accessible like we have like a open communication there's not like a nine to five schedule no one really tells anyone what to do there's like a lot of flexibility and and room for like creativity and i think that's like one of the greatest things about us is that um we do things because we want to be creative and we want to inspire we want to interact um, and not only that, we just enjoy genuinely 
doing what we do. I think that's what it is. I mean, for someone to enjoy a role as a market intern, they need to love people. They need to love talking about soccer, thinking creativity, and about reaching all kinds of people in our community because like at the end of the day, we're really diverse. Um, you know, and, and, and it's not required, but we want someone who's like, you know, has an awareness about the local soccer community that we have here, what kind of leagues are running in this area, uh, what kind of teams are participating in this area, um, understand the local businesses around our community and have a great enthusiasm for asking questions and, you know, understanding what Boston Street's about and the connections that we may have and those that we need to form. So I feel like if someone's like going to join us, it's because they generally want to do something exciting uh, and make an impact because I, at the end of the day, we make an impact. I mean, I, at least I think so. Yeah, I think um, just like marketing was and everything, I think I've just, uh, I've talked about this a little bit before and I'll, I'll make it quick, but just like when I, when we did the video for the, for the tryouts i remember up to like today like a lot like you told me like oh there's a lot of people interested but myself i I think i got like 20 messages after that from like people like players and just like people who went to the trials and everything like really like thanking me and everything i was like i you know i saw as like an opportunity to just do a little bit a little something for the team something i thought would look cool and you know it gave a little bit of that platform and i think that's something that we've been doing really well so i i do agree it puts us a little bit more on the map and that's something that i think further on if we want to expand the team make it like bigger and everything that's going to be essential for it yeah for yeah, sure absolutely and uh jp how, how do you feel that you've grown your uh, skill set working with us since the season has started i mean that <laughs> a lot because when I came in, like, I had ideas, you know, I was like, oh, this looks cool, this is a good idea, good stuff and everything, and I, when I talked with my friend, a uh, friend of mine who, he works with, um, with the marketing, no, with the social media at Atletico Madrid, so I've always, you know, gone back and forth with him, and then I told him, like, all my ideas, he's like, you know what, I can, like, kind of show you how to do it, because I, I mean, I have a grasp of everything that I've been doing, but never, I, like, never really had to practice as much as I did, and this, like starting off with the season like i thought like oh, i'll do all my work first and then you know it's just template after template but stuff comes up and then like things change and everything so it's been a really good test for me and i've been like working a lot and i think i've been improving a lot but it's you know it's a lot a lot of like things that i've learned not only oh the actual like how to do you know record this or like how to put these things together, edit the graphics, edit the flyers. It's not just that, but it's how do you keep yourself like organized? How do I organize all this? I told Juan earlier today, like I have right now one folder you open and there's like 50 folders inside of it with like hundreds and hundreds of stuff, like templates, materials, like textures. And so that's the other thing that, that I mean, I know you guys are also like have a lot of things to do, but that's something that I really like learned beyond you know, just the actual making of stuff. Yeah, kind of like um, like database keeping. Um, and that's like very important, especially like, I didn't really think about that before, but as, as time went on, I realized like, wow, I'm missing a lot of content because I'm just saving that on my phone. So earlier I was like, JP, like what did you, 
like do you have all this stuff he's like yeah man like i have it under one folder and then i have like 50 folders under that and i'm just like poof like why haven't i been doing this throughout the whole time so like something for the future and like i would change is is really have a, a database strictly for uh photos videos uh you know rough drafts of any templates that we may make or any templates that have been made um but that's like a really like good one and i think those people that are coming in to you know work as intern for us in marketing and, and all social media platforms they're going to learn these type of things so when they go out to the real world like they are already a step ahead because they already went through everything they had to go through um and then i think for the future like wilmer said to be better we also need to bring in better players um and bringing in better players there has to be like a, a sense of like attraction for a player an incentive to want to play for us and and we have to have an, an incentive to want to make these things happen for them so like what kind of things can we do better Wilmer, for the future i guess uh very good question You know, we could probably, uh, I feel like maybe having a, a larger co coaching staff might attract other players, you know. Then uh, having more coaches, you know, people can focus on different aspects of the game, uh, you know, the body. You know, everybody brings in their own little thing, and uh, I think something like that could definitely help us out, attract more uh, players that would want to come play for us. And, you yeah. know, they see, like, oh, what they do for their players or, you know, something such as a recovery after a game. Like, you know, not many teams are doing something like that. And if we had somebody here, you know, after every game, every practice that just specifically worked on something like that, I think that would, you know, catch a lot of attention. For sure. And that would be like a, a fitness trainer intern, I would say, no? Yeah, or you know. someone who's actually pursuing a degree in sports medicine or you know pursuing a degree in physical training or anything that's involved therapy. with the sports industry therapy whatever it is and and just you know hey come to boston street soccer and learn the basic roots of what you need to know before you get into the official field um and those are really good things and i think as we continue to grow we should definitely improve in those aspects yeah and i definitely believe that you know people working with us uh their skill set grows a lot more, you know, like we can just take, for example, our, our photographer, uh, she doesn't ever, you know, do any photography outside of Boston street. And, uh, lately, you know, it's, it's kind of turned into something that she loves doing and, you know, side gigs are starting to appear because, you know, the work is good and something like that was just never imagined that, you know, like, and it wouldn't have happened without Boston street. And I feel like Boston street is somewhere where it's just, giving other people opportunities to just do something else in the world that they never thought they would. Wow, that's definitely, that's powerful. Giving people an opportunity to do stuff they wouldn't think so in the world. So one of them would be, you know, being a photographer. Another one would be being a videographer. Another one would be a commentator or someone who is just involved doing something. Like, for example, we have a Stephanie on our, on our team who is the uh, community and communications director and she deals with reaching out to local businesses, non-government organizations and nonprofits to eff effectively just, you know, collaborate with Boston Street. And I remember when she came on board, um, she was just, you know, 
enthusiastic about just doing something different uh, apart from her routine job and routine lifestyle and, and making an impact. And, and I guess this conversation just leads to the fact that, hey, we're not just growing on the field. We're not just performing well with good players and good coaching staff, but we're offering opportunities in other aspects of life, like employment. Yeah, absolutely. Given opportunities for people to keep learning and just growing. I mean, that's what it's all about, right? And I think the more people that see that, uh, the more people want to come and join us. I think so. I think so. And uh, for the future, I definitely want to have, um, you know, multiple connections with different businesses in, in Boston. So we can also give them opportunities to grow. Um, and I say that because, I mean, you guys can say for yourself, we're reaching almost 30,000 accounts every single week on social media. That is a lot. I mean, JP, you look at the data. You probably do. I mean, tell us about what you see on in, in your back end. Yeah, I do. I, I look at it like every day, like I'll just before I go to bed, I'm like, okay, let's see. I'll make the numbers. No, it's it's really good. And I think... Yeah, and I agree, like, at the end, like, it's, it's being able to, like, reach those, you know, businesses or, you know, individuals, I think is really good, and I think we've been doing a really good job at, like, expanding. I know, like, you know, even look at data exactly, like, you know, the breakdown in terms of, like, locations and everything, most of it is, you know, people and, like, businesses and com- and things inside of the Boston area, which... I mean, yeah, we'd love for, you know, I mean, at least I'd love for a lot of people around the world to see the team and, like, see our social media and see what we're doing. That would be really fun. But if we're being, like, completely, like, straightforward, like, what do we want? Where are we located? And I think this is obviously, I'm going to put this, but it's a little bit, it's, you know, will be very down the line. But a lot of teams that went from, you know, USL or, any like that weren't really like first division then got taken up to you know the MLS it's because of that a lot of times it's that you know fan culture and that connection to wherever they are it's not just oh some random team we found in this area we're gonna put it up no a lot of it has to do with their connection with the area and like do they have you know fans do they have people who support them and I think start you know building that grassroots as like finding those businesses, finding those, like, the people, the fans, the community you want to connect with and connecting with them. And I think our social media has done that. We're reaching out really well. But at the same time, it's um, beyond the social media aspect. It shows that we're reaching the people. We're reaching the communities that we want to reach. And it's just, like, you know, we're doing well. And I think eventually we'll be able to, you know, do be a much bigger part of the community itself. But, yeah, I mean, that's it, – it's really huge. And I just uh, – I want to just tell uh, – say this to Wilmer, but I think, like, my job became, like, 5,000 times easier once I started getting the pictures. I was like, this is – this just, like, saved my life. Like, this is what I needed. And they always come out, like, incredible. And they just, like – it's been the best – not, like, necessarily, like, the best part. I think all of it has been the best. But that's been, like, the biggest help that I've – gotten and i really really appreciate it 
Yeah, definitely, JP. I think that we've been truly blessed that, uh, you know, we play 10 regular season games and we have pictures for all 10 games. And we're talking not just, you know, 100 pictures. We're talking about 300 to 400, 500 pictures per game. So you're talking about 5,000 pictures in total? Sheesh. That's a lot of pictures, right? Yeah. <laughs> Woo. I mean, it's been a long season, and that's not even including the ones that, you know, we're, we've taken with our cell phones. Um, or the videos that we've taken at games. Like, man, we have so much content. And, you know, as we said, we're reaching a lot of accounts, but it's, it's not about how many accounts we reach. I think it's how many people we really inspire and how many people can we connect with. Um, how many people are willing to listen to our story and uh, be part of that vision? And um, and I think that's how we really started a team is really sharing our vision with others and bringing people in and accepting about who they are and you know accepting our situation and making every single situation the best that we can. Um, so if you ask me, how did we really start a UPSL team? Um, and I think it's just we believed in ourselves and we were able to achieve it. So anyone listening to this podcast, you can relate to that in any aspect of your life. Um, you know, for example, how did I become a better soccer player? Uh, and you ask yourself that question. Well, the first thing that you have to do is really just believe in yourself. Um, if you do not believe in yourself, then you, you won't be able to do or start something. Um, I don't know. That's just my input on that. Yeah, and, uh, you know, just a quick little, uh, you know, something to touch up on the uh, the whole content that we have. You know, just yesterday we were talking to our captain on the team, and uh, Justin Rivera, and uh, he made at one point, he said, yeah, I like playing here because of the, the film you guys get. You know, that's something I don't get somewhere else. And um, Juan has done a really great job this season, which is making sure that most of our games have been recorded. At, you know, it's not just regular recording it's high quality recording you can see everything that goes down so to that it, it's also helped us with our success ah film film wow i did not think about that um yeah man i mean there's so many obstacles and, and so many things that we do that i believe is is huge and impacts us in a simple way i mean let's go back a couple weeks ago when um you met uh, a politician I'm not going to mention his name but you met him a politician and you, you know you shared your story with him and you told him what you do and and this guy went out of his way and reached out to um, you know people in power that can do certain things that and, and it worked in our favor so I think everything is just a blessing no absolutely for sure well I don't want to take too much time from our listeners and um, I just want to thank you guys for jumping on this podcast. JP, thank you for setting it up. Wilmer, thanks for joining us. Uh, my name is Juan Cardenas, and this is Boston Street's first podcast. I hope you all enjoyed it, and uh, take care.